Your Steve Jones Show podcast will start shortly. The Steve Jones Show podcast is sponsored by Brewers Outlet, your beverage supermarket on Reagan Street in Sunbury. Sports talk where your voice counts. This is the Steve Jones Show on News Radio 1070 WKOK. Now from the Sunbury Motor Studio, here's Steve Jones. And today's show brought to you by our good friends at Brewers Outlet, Reagan Street in Sunbury, the beverage supermarket. Imports, domestics, microbrews. The best selection of beer anywhere. Wine coolers, water, soft drinks, snacks. They roast their peanuts fresh and hot every day. And the six great flavors of slushies. The pickle bar, led by the barrels and the dills. Indeed, second to none. All at Brewers Outlet, Reagan Street in Sunbury, the beverage supermarket. And we are in the Sunbury Motors studio. Sunbury Motors, Worth Street in Sunbury. Sunbury Motors, Kia. Routes 11 and 15, Hummel's Wharf online at sunburymotors.com. Time now for our play-by-play call of the day. And uh, it's only a guess on my part, so go ahead. Garcia to Benson, a fly ball to left. It's deep. It is on its way, and it is gone. Mookie Betts, a three-run home run. His 21st of the year. And they lead it 9-6. to Kimball delivers. Fly ball, right field, headed toward the corner. Long run for Betts, and he makes a diving catch to end the game. Mookie Betts with the game-winning three-run home run in the bottom of the eighth. Saves the game in the ninth with a diving catch. Robbing Peterson to end the game. Nine to six. See what happens when guys can hit home runs and make defensive plays late? Oh, my almighty! As opposed to before, from the fourth inning or earlier? No? No, senor! No, senor! No, senor! That's Mookie Betts. Uh, calls, by, by the way, by Charlie Steiner on the Dodgers radio network. Charlie still sounds great to this day. And... That's what's interesting. Mookie Betts, I know Verdugo has been a good player for the Red Sox. Jeter Downs is an interesting prospect. And was up with the team now. But that's forever going to be a mistake. You had an opportunity to, to have that guy be the face of your franchise for a decade or a decade and a half. 2018 World Series. 2018 World Series. Red Sox won the opening game. Uh, I think then in game two, they were going to face Kershaw, and they beat him too. And after game one, Betts had a big game one. Red Sox won. And he went out. 
and he bought food and he took it to a homeless shelter. You know, he didn't he didn't look at the media and go, Hey, I'm going to a homeless shelter, follow me, I want your cameras there. No, 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 no. It's just that's the way he did everything. He um He didn't want anybody to know. Because that's what he did normally. And this is the person you traded away that you couldn't pay money to? The Fenway Group, the Fenway Sports Group, has been um, outstanding for the Red Sox. There's no getting around it. I mean, they've won four championships in part because of the ownership. There's no getting around it. They made the commitment to it, and they hired people who then took that commitment and We've got the personnel to make it happen. The bets trade, though, is one that is, is all part of their new philosophy. I'm like, what new philosophy? That's why there are a lot of people around the Red Sox, you know, they're fans that are s- sitting back and saying, uh, what are you going to do with Raphael Devers? Because there is a concern, and I'll go back to a question I asked Bob Grove on yesterday's show. Remember the question I asked Bob Grove on yesterday's show about Ron Hextall re-signing Brian Rust, re-signing Chris Letang, re-signing Geno Malkin, re-signing Casey DeSmith, uh, among others, okay? I said, what kind of difference did the Fenway Sports Group make to help him in his decisions. And Bob said it's made all the difference in the world. They expect excellence. Well, they didn't with Mookie Betts on the Red Sox level, and you're wondering what they're going to do with Raphael Devers. And there are some, Bill Simmons being one. Bill Simmons is a big Red Sox fan. He is concerned that... And this was his tweet an hour ago. If this Red Sox ownership group blows it with Raphael Devers, that's going to be even more unforgivable than Mookie Betts. They seem to care more about, and remember, who's a part of the Fenway Sports Group right now, Matt? Penguins. Well, yes, but I mean, what individual? Um. Oh, yeah. I forgot if they aren't a Yankee or an Eagle, you have no idea. Or a Sixer, you have no idea what we're talking about. LeBron James. Uh, it's just, I, I mean, uh, it's not like Tobias Harris is a part of the ownership group. Come on. Well, I know. Well. They'd be in much different state LeBron if that James. were the case. Oh, okay. 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 So let's back Bill Simmons' tweet. If this Red Sox ownership group blows it with Raphael Devers, that's going to be even more unforgivable than Mookie Betts. They care more about getting an NBA expansion team in Vegas than they do about the next 15 years of the Red Sox. It's disgusting. Who wants an NBA? Who wants an NBA 
expansion team in Vegas. LeBron, because he wants to own it. Yep. That's all coming back to me now. Is this the part we play Celine Dion? I mean, what? (laughs) You're becoming scary. But you know what, though? For once, Bill Simmons has an actual relevant, rational tweet. No, it it makes complete sense. (laughs) That's rare from Um, him. um, He's a smart man. He's a smart man. All those 30 for 30s, that's his concept, by the way. The 30 for 30s, you know, that was that was his baby. So. But that is hmm. And you know, and this is a group that's been winning. So this is a group that's been winning. But that's a different day, different story. Um, right now, the Yankees are the king of the hill. How did everything go yesterday? Good? No? No, senor! No, senor! No, senor! Aaron Boone says, we're not going to overreact. The fact you can't beat them, hit them, what? it's like, yeah, the the one game you scored in the ninth inning to win, the other one you broke up a no-hitter in the ninth inning to win. I mean, <laughs> those are the only games you won. Whew. A little bit of a problem. You'll be all right. I swear. At least they got the O's for these three games, so they better they should be able to take care of business. Although the O's are playing better, but I give the Orioles so much credit. Because you know what? Nobody gave them a chance of doing anything, and guess what? They are doing something. It really I mean, I, I am so impressed by what the Orioles have done. This year, got them, you know, picked themselves up off the deck. Some good young players, an exciting team. That's really, really cool. Um, I think that is, that's great. What the Orioles have done. I'm really impressed. And they've got some young players, they're well managed. Question's going to be, for example, like a, a guy like Trey Mancini, do you keep him? That's where you, you know, you get concerned about um, and it's going to be the same thing when you, you know, the, the Pirates are in a different situation. They have made nowhere near the progress the Orioles have, have made. But like David Bednar's and Bednar ends up being on the All-Star team. Is he going to be a Pirate next week? Really? He could be that Yankee you're looking for. Huh? Huh? Possibly, I guess. I have other names above him on my list, but... Such as? Oh, I mentioned yesterday. 
his his uh his teammate Jose Quintana and uh Castillo from their counterpart in the Reds as far as pitchers go. Well Quintana's gonna be dealt. Castillo's gonna be dealt. I know the Red Sox there's been some talk that they like him too, but um yeah. And Yeah, we'll see. We'll see what everybody wants to do. You could use another bat. Joey Gallo doesn't seem to be that guy. Just me. Oh, yeah. yeah I'm trying to, uh, Get the lingerie yeah. on the deck. Call the janitor. I mean, it's it's hot out. I mean, it's hot. Uh, I got it. So a guy like Gallo does pay some dividends in the ballpark. Because, I mean, you do need some a little breeze going around, and when he swings, he creates some breeze. Exactly right. So this is your guy. When you acquired him last year, you're all hepped up. What did I say? Yeah, stri- strikeouts. Yep, strikes out too much. Although I, I wasn't jumping up and down about him, but he this has gone a lot worse than I thought it would go. I I believe your words dealt with. Uh, Best since sliced bread. I didn't quite, you know, I was like, <laughs> sliced bread? I was more really? about that with Anthony Rizzo than I was with Joey Gallo. Yeah, Rizzo I like. As you know, I'm a, I am really like I like Rizzo a lot. All right. Ooh, Tennessee Volunteers. Notice of NCAA violations. Tennessee received a notice of allegations detailing 18 NCAA violations and $60,000 of cash and gifts given to football recruits by former coach Jeremy Pruitt, his wife, numerous coaches, staff, and a booster. Really? Oh, my almighty! That does make our guy Doug unhappy. He's a big Vols guy. Well, I don't know know if you do that. Yeah. But you know what? You look at today, the what the rules are today. Okay, what are the rules of today with collectives and everything? Right. Yeah. That I mean, this is Texas, whatever now Texas, at this point. Yeah, Texas Tech just went. They're going to give twenty five thousand dollars a player to the eighty five scholarship players plus fifteen walk ons. Yep. Okay. Knox News, by the way, obtained the 51-page document. The NCAA contends that Pruitt and his staff gave players cash and gifts throughout his tenure and says that his wife, Casey Pruitt, paid more than $15,000 in rent and car payments for a Tennessee player and his mom over two and a half years. Uh, Shelton, Shelton Felton, Brian Niedemeyer, Derek Ansley, recruiting staff members Drew Hughes, Bethany Gunn, Chantrice Boone are included in these infractions. None of the people named in the allegations work any longer for Tennessee. They were either fired or left on their own when the university began the investigation in 2020. How about the good old days when you went to your locker and there was a brown envelope just sitting there? <laughs> Speaking of the SEC, in Tennessee in particular, did you see the SEC uh, preseason poll today? No. Guess who got a first-place vote? A single first-place vote, though. 
Vandy. No good! No good! No good! You know I, I, what I find? It, he got, Clark Lee got criticized heavily for saying what he said about, you know, we, we want to be the best. Okay. What do you want him to say? Right, so we sit down. Are we WFAN in New York? Uh, that would be a no. Right, but do we want? You know, is our goal to be the best of what we do in our time slot? Of course. Isn't that what you want? I mean, that's what you're hoping for. That's you know, I don't mind. He he wants that. Thinks that is it realistic? Cornell, based on everything. They don't have the the resources that everybody else has. I mean, they have the same TV deal, but they don't have, you know, and they've got different academic standards. It's not as if, for example, when Kevin Stallings was there in basketball, Vanderbilt was really, really good. Really good in basketball. Um, when Eddie Fogler was there, they were really, really good in basketball. So they can be really good. Of course, they've been a great baseball program. Football has never been able to be as great as the baseball program there and not as good as the basketball program. But it's not like Vanderbilt can't be great at something athletically, right? Athletically, Vanderbilt can be great at something. They've been part of the envy of the baseball, college baseball world down there with what they've done. Whether it's David Price or whether it's Kumar Rocker or whether it's Lighter's kid. I mean, you know, I mean, they've... In basketball, they've been good. Eddie Fogler, they were very good. Kevin Stallings, they were very good. So it's not like they can't be good in athletics. And obviously, when James Franklin was there, they played very well Vanderbilt football. But I don't want my coach getting up there and saying, you know what? If we can somehow get ourselves to mediocrity, that'd be great. What? What? No. Well, it's like, I mean, if you're satisfied hitting all your home runs before the end of the fourth inning, okay, so be it. No? Bad? Get the lingerie on the deck. Call the janitor. I mean, that's your guy. Back with more in a moment here on News Radio 1070 WKOK, brought to you by Brewers Outlet. Hmm. When car repairs get difficult. Well, I. Just don't know. Um, me neither. We get good. Sunbury Motors. More than quality new and used cars, Sunbury Motors specializes in complicated auto repair diagnosis. They can handle intricate repairs and even complete auto body with service open Monday through Friday, 7 till 4. And Sunbury Motors has made simple repairs easy. Maintaining your vehicle is necessary. Finding the time to do it is difficult. Welcome to Sunbury Motors Quick Lane. Open 7 till 4, Monday through Friday. Just walk in or call ahead. Relax in their remodeled waiting room with Wi-Fi, beverages, and snacks. Will Sunbury Motors factory train techs take care of 
from your oil change, tire alignments, brakes, and inspections. Quick Lane, 630 to 6, Monday through Friday, Saturday, 630 till 2. Sunbury Motors, Ford and Hyundai, North 4th Street, Sunbury, and Sunbury Motors Kia, routes 11 and 15 in Hummel's Wharf. We take the... Mm. Mm. Out of auto repair. So we were talking food one day, and I said to the I said to the soup, I said, "What's your favorite steakhouse?" You know, I was expecting to say San Elmo's, Murray's, you know, Mastro's, something like that. And he looks at me. He said, "Outback." I mean, he's a scary guy. You know, as much as you don't want to go with a chain, I, I do have to say Longhorn's steaks are tremendously good. In fact, I have their steak seasoning at home that I use all the time for burgers and stuff. Well, I've got all the seasoning stuff from St. Elmo's. You know, certain places you go, it's really good. Like Charleston, for example, which is on the stop for Penn State basketball. Paul's Chop House down in Charleston. That's where you want to go. I want a road trip to San Elmo's next time we go to next time oh, we go to India. Oh, fabulous, <laughs> fabulous! Penn Stater runs it. Taking your calls at 800-795-9565. This is the Steve Jones Show on News Radio 1070 WKOK. Now from the Sunbury Motor Studio, here's Steve Jones. Today's show brought to you by Brewers Outlet, Reagan Street in Sunbury, the Beverly Supermarket, Amports Domestics Microbrews, the best selection of beer anywhere, Wine Coolers, Water, Soft Drink Snacks, they roast their peanuts fresh and out every day, six great flavors of slushies in the pickle bar, led by the barrels and the dills, indeed second to none. And as all at Brewers Outlet, Reagan Street, and Sunbury, the beverage supermarket. And we are in the Sunbury Motors studio. Sunbury Motors, 4th Street in Sunbury. Sunbury Motors Kia, it's 11 and 15, Hummel's Wharf and online at sunburymotors.com. After a two week hiatus, we are rejoined by the King. King. Hey guys, I'm in All Studio right. 10. Sped home so I could be in air conditioning. Couldn't be in the heat anymore, man. Don't blame you. <laughs> oh my hey. God, 100 to friggin' degrees. So I'm in my undies and my lazy boy. I kicking just... back. Get the lingerie on the deck. Call the janitor. <laughs> just have no words. no words. No words. Picture it. Get a mental picture well, in your well, life. Let, let, we'll just, let's just end it right there. And just so you know, that's one of the problems I have with this segment. I have pictured it. <laughs> I'd rather watch Joey Gallo swing strike out a hundred times. Oh, I'm sorry, we do that already. <laughs> well, I saw Uncle Dwayne and Robbie last weekend. Good. Good. They doing all right? Yeah, they're doing real good. They they yeah. um, came down to visit and. We went to 
oatmeal in the river with them, and then they went ah. to mom and dad's grave, and they drove yeah. back. So, so it was really that's nice great. seeing them. They look good. That's good. No, I thought they looked good when I saw them in April, so that's great. Yeah. So well, they're great. still doing good. So, so how was your vacation? Great. We had a great time. Good. Great time, didn't it? Good weather. The weather was great the whole time, and got out and played around round of golf, got out, kayaked, down, played mini golf, all sorts of fun stuff. Good. Um, was able to, uh, um, you know, spoil the grandkids, which um, that is something I am good at, and it's great. I got a step-grandson that I'm incredibly proud of. I'm sure. Uh, three days ago, he he is now in Paris Island, and oh, he to be a Marine. So, wow. Wish him well. Jacob Rivard, he'll That's make great. it. I mean, to have the gonads to go in there, I mean, that is tough. 13 weeks of basic training, and yeah. it's 100 degrees down there, so... Right. So I'm wishing him well. He's a good dude, and takes a lot of a lot of gumption to, you know, a lot of young people today want to take the easy way out. He took the hard way. So, yeah. So yeah. Hard. Very proud of him. Good kid. Yeah. So, but, so As I was saying, it's just going just great, you know. How are you yeah. finding the college sports scene with all these new wrinkles? And I find it very discouraging. I find it like you can be a great running back at Penn State and you have a great year and Ohio State sees how good you're doing and he goes down to a local car dealership or whatever and says, hey, go offer that kid a million dollars and do commercials for you. And get then the kid takes it and transfers to Ohio State for the money. You see that happening? It's possible. It's possible. Look at Jordan Addison at Pitt. Jordan Addison had a great year. I think he won the Blitnikoff Award last year. Mm-hmm. And Kenny Pickett, of course. Now, Kenny Pickett's out of eligibility, so he had to go pro. He had no choice. But Addison ends up leaving and going to USC. And, you know, the rumors are he could the rumors that he could get three three million in NIL, house, things like that. And that's yeah, just, part of the issue. It takes the rah rah out of it. You know what I mean? Sure it does. It really does. I'm just a fan, you know. I just you know, I talk on the radio for 20 minutes once a week, but I'm a fan. And it just takes the rah-rah out of it. It's like a big business now. And then throw in the gambling, and what do you got? You yeah. know, it's just all a big money. I, yeah. I think it's really going to blow up on them, and they're going to bring it back in again. So, I don't know. We'll see. But the NCAA is so screwed up, so it's, you know. Yeah. Yeah. But I don't know. It's just been bugging me. I, I keep watching. I see the transfers and all that. Now, for a school like UConn, it may be good that they can transfer and, you know, they can because kids want to play. So, 
but I don't know. Well, anyway, it's interesting because you know Stanford's in a in a precarious position right now with USC and UCLA leaving for the Big Ten, and it was interesting. What? Huh? What did you just say? I said Stanford is going to be in a precarious situation with USC and UCLA leaving to go to the Big Ten in two years. You're kidding me. No, why are of... they going to the Big Ten? I never heard this. I didn't hear about this. Oh, okay. Um, the Big Ten is in the process of negotiating a new television deal. And it is possible that each Big Ten school could get anywhere from 80 to $100 million per year out of the new television deal. Per year, right now in the in the Pac-12, you're getting in the 30s, and the two of them have looked at it and said, "We've got to go where the money is." And for oh, UCLA, God. for example, for UCLA, for example, they're 102.8 million dollars in debt in their athletic department, and if they did not make the move and just stayed in the Pac-12. They probably would have to cut some sports, which would mean they'd have to cut some scholarships and cut some jobs. How come they're in debt? uh, Part of it was COVID. Part of it's COVID because they lost about $60 million during the COVID deal. Now, aren't they a state school? Yes. Okay. And part of of it's been uh, ticket sales. And another part is they can't make up for it with the television deal in the Pac-12. Well, the 80 to 100 million per year is going to make up a huge deficit. They won't have to cut sports, which means that that there won't be individuals losing scholarships, and this is a way for them to get out of financial jail. Okay, I got a question. Why is the Big Ten called the Big Ten? It's a corporate name. Big Ten is a corporate name. Yeah, but and at some it, so point it was so, just called the Big Ten. All right. Well, it used to be no. It actually used to be called the Western Conference. And then it, yeah, they but went, didn't it have and, to do and, with the Big Ten schools? Yeah, or ten schools. It does, but what they are now is Big Ten Incorporated. And oh, well, how many how many schools are in the Big Ten now? 14 about to be 16. Again, do not, I repeat, do not teach your children through sports. There are going to be 16 teams in the Big Ten, and Missouri is in the SEC East. And the Pac-12, how many are they going to have? The Big 12, same thing, yeah. At at this hour, they've got 12. In two years, they'll have 10. (laughs) Now, at least least they... you can add schools. I'm sure there's schools that love to take that 30, 40 million. UConn will be in the past. <laughs> yeah, you know what? But that's they could be because what's his name is the coach here, Jim Mora. Yep. Yeah, who uh, coached in the but, Pac-12. But so, at UCLA, wasn't it the Pac-8 for a long time? Pac-8. Then they added Arizona. Arizona State became the Pac-10. Then they added Utah and Colorado became the Pac-12. Now they're going to lose USC and UCLA, so maybe they're back to the Pac-10. I don't know. But this is all you need about to do math. You know, it's like algebra. But, but if I'm if I'm running UCLA and I'm running USC, 
no offense, this is a no-brainer move. This is a uh, way for me to make, to keep my athletic department solvent and and get me into the big leagues. I mean, that's I mean, that's what it comes down to. Uh, this it's sometimes sometimes it is survival of the fittest. And in 2022, that's what you're looking to do. You're looking to survive. If you don't survive, you're going to be left behind. And they're worried don't about you? Stanford be, becoming like UConn. UConn is like circling a fogged-in airport. Oh yeah, they got big problems too. Yep. Um, they that the program loses so much money. Uh, now this is just a straight question: How many times in college football did they have a league where there was a a time change? You know, there's a three hour difference for Penn State to play in California. Right. Yeah. All That's, the all the that, that, and the travel expenses are mm-hmm. huge. All the time changes are uh, like, for example, the Big Ten's two. It's it's Eastern and Central. Okay. Right. Uh, but this, yeah, and the travel. But if you're going to be getting between eighty and a hundred million per year, as yeah, opposed to thirty four, as opposed to thirty four million per year, if yeah. they stayed, you can pay for the travel. Don't you miss the old, you know, the Rose Bowl, the Big Ten champion, and the Pac-12 oh, sure. champion? That's all gone. I mean, I'm, I'm, I mean, I've done three of those. I mean, no, I know you just, have. I'm and just it's just saying it's that the most that awesome tradition. experience. I mean, I know we all grew up. We all, you know, and you and me would sit and watch every bowl game there was yeah. every New Year's Day, and now it's completely different. It's, I know. Oh, yeah, it's, it's gone. I mean, now there's 50 friggin' but, bowl games. It's like it's right, no longer right. a. If you, you don't make what? a bowl game, you're a total failure. Right. You know. Two two parts of that. Number one, at that time of the year when I've got a free night from basketball. Yeah. I'll I'll sit down. And I'll watch a bowl game. Well, yeah. Because I'm not saying it's, it's, it's not right? exciting. Number, I'm just saying the novelty of the big bowl right. day is gone. Right. It's, it's, it's gone. Not gone. It, I mean, it's still right. there. Right. But it was just like, you know, just and number sit two, down and watch the bowl game. It was a big deal. It's not, and not number what it two, was, I guess. It's still fun. So. Right. And then number two in what I do, I mean, in my job, it's important, it's important in my job that you adapt. And if this is what it is, I'll adapt. That's, yeah. you know, I mean, that's that's <laughs> how I look at it. No, is that a life, livelihoods now? <laughs> yeah, gas is four fifty a gallon. We adapt. <laughs> yeah, got, got to adapt. What All right, we'll take a break. We yeah. Take a break, and uh, headlines coming up as we continue on News Radio ten seventy WKOK. Brought to you by Brewers Outlet. Party time, game time, or just fun time. Doesn't matter what time it is because it's Brewers Outlet time. The beverage supermarket has the area's largest beer selection. Imports, microbrews, ciders, and domestics. Pick from over 100 ice-cold 12-packs and dozens of 24-ounce singles. Soda, snacks, hot sauces, fresh roasted peanuts. Make it one-stop party shopping and don't forget the pickle bar. So whatever you're celebrating or just doing it up, Brewers Outlet, Reagan Street, Sunbury wants to see you. And thank you for your years of Patronage. Headlines. All right. I'm going to start things off actually with something local. 
And Steve, you know who I'm going to talk about here. Braden yep. Fosnott of Danville. Yep. Trenton Thunder, former player of Westchester. Signed yep. yesterday by the Phillies. Congrats, Braden. Good for Braden. Good pitcher, by the way. Good player. He's got a tremendous story. Yep. Saw him play this year. Like him a lot. There you go. He'll be reporting to Clearwater for the next six weeks. Good. I, oh. I hope he climbs the ladder. Good for him. King, what do you got? Um, I'm wondering if anyone's going to pick up Soto. So, did you hear his contract that he turned down? Yes. Good Lord. <laughs> so, I, I'm curious. I, You know, what is he, 23? Yeah, 22, 23, something like that. Yeah, yeah and then you're offered $450 million for 15 years, and you say no. I'm curious who would take that character person, if anyone will. And I know there's nine teams interested, but um, that's my headline. I, I'm totally baffled on where all this stuff is going. I, it makes you not want to want to watch because... You know, you sweat all day, you work your butt off all day, and then you hear somebody give up money like that. Like, nope. And I'm glad they put him on a commercial airliner for the All-Star game. Yeah, that was a whole big you know? thing. I didn't, I didn't get that either, but whatever. But but in context I, I with just, that, though. Where's where it going, guys? Where is it going? Well, the reason why he I'm, turned that down was because he, it would have been – it was because of, he was only going to average like $29 million per year, which is actually, believe it or not – Toward like the middle tier of right. players his age, but he's I, I guaranteed get it, but fifteen I years. Know. Yeah, but that's I, why that's he turned just, it down. He wants more average per year. Money. I mean, I, I don't. You just can't spend it. Someone's going to guarantee. Even if he gets, look at Chris Sale for the Red Sox. He's been paid ninety million dollars and he's pitched ten games in the last three years. He made thirty million a year and pitched ten games. You know, the, the money's guaranteed. So it's really hard for me to even imagine that you don't, it, after 15 years is a long time for a professional baseball player. After 10 years, he could be done. Yeah, he still gets paid $29 million a year. That's pretty good, you know. Yeah, Fernando Tatis Jr. has not played a single game this season. All right, my headline... Tampa Bay Rays shortstop Wander Franco decides to no longer keep his jewelry in his car after he had $650,000 in jewels stolen from his car. Oh, man, I saw that. Oh, my God. Wow. <laughs> wow. I don't know. Why would you carry that in your car? I just think there's so many violations with that. First of all, I, I don't know. I, I I don't know why you have that amount of money for jewelry. Uh, because, because they make that millions, so. Because he signed a 13-year contract. Of course. He's, Here we he's go. A young, he's a young person who, for the first time in his life, has a lot of money. I just want to go with that route jewelry, but that's just me. They have recovered a lot of... I think they recovered all of it. Oh, they got the stuff back? Yeah, uh, they arrested Khalil Eugene Mathis, 24, used a wrench to break into his Rolls Royce in Jacksonville at a hotel. Okay. He had all he had all the jewels in a safe. Now Mathis sold some of it, 
Um, but they've been able to recover some of it. So, now how old is he? Franco? Mm, yeah. I want to say Franco's, what, 21? 20? Okay, so they broke into his Rolls Royce. Yeah. <laughs> Stole $650,000 worth of jewelry. Yeah. He's 21 years old. Signed an 11 year, $182 million contract with the Rays in November. Yeah. There you go. I put my money on my uh, grandson who enlisted in the Marines. <laughs> that's, 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 he's my hero. These guys aren't my hero anymore. They're way overpaid for what they do, they're not worth it. So I would tell Soto to go pound sand. You know, you're fired. I would fire him. <laughs> You're fired. Get out of here. You know that I'm, I'm not offering you enough. You're fired. Go play someplace else. So somebody's got to stand up to these guys and just say, you know what? You're done. You're out. I'd rather lose every game. Just go. You know. So. All right. So sticking with the baseball slash the college football here, I just found out. Who voted Vandy, who gave Vandy a first-place vote in the SEC preseason poll that came out today? Turns out it was that Boston rider that didn't vote for Derek Jeter for the Hall of Fame. Shocking. You're kidding me. No, I'm making it up. (laughs) No, I don't know that for sure. Did you hear what they did outside Fenway Park? They put a huge Derek Jeter poster advertising uh, his uh, ESPN Yes, um, on the cap, yeah, the captain documentary. Oh, infuriated them. <laughs> oh. That's what they guess. <laughs> the Red Sox fans like Derek Jeter. So I always knew that when Derek Jeter retired, they would give him a standing ovation. They loved to hate him, you know, but they respected him. So that's yep. true. There's, yep, there's a level of respect, no question. Yeah. yeah. Um. Well, you know darn well, this is the state of the media. They did, wrote an article about who won the press conferences at SEC Media Days. <laughs> like, who in the heck cares? Hey, I'm in a business that has so much who cares right now. Yeah. And, and Matt hates the fact that I just say I don't care about certain stuff. Like, who cares? No, that one, I'm yeah. with you on that one. But I'm with you on that, Steve. It's tough to care when you watch what they're doing. They're destroying what we love, you know? Yeah. And, and money destroys everything. That's just the way of the world. 